0: It is a, a good morning. It is um, good to be here with and see everybody's faces and um it's such a different view being up here seeing your faces than sitting down in the pews. Um but it's it's been almost six months since since I last last and first time I got the opportunity to speak to you all. Um and, and I'm excited to get another opportunity. Um, the last time I, I, I spoke to you, it was about the storms of life. Um, but this time, we're going to um, kind of change gears a little bit and, and look at good, glad tidings. Um, and glad tidings simply means good news. Um, not too long ago, when I, when I was asked to, to, to have this uh, opportunity again, um, I got thinking about what I wanted to talk about, and uh, w- when it kind of hit me thinking about good news and bad news, and um, I kind of wanted to uh, make a little survey. So I, I asked some friends and family uh, this question. I said, I've got some good news and some bad news. Which one do you want to hear first? And I'm not sure where all of you in this room are with that, but every single person that I asked, Said they want the bad news first. So why why is that? Why why do we want to hear the bad news first? Well, I, I thought there's a there's a couple reasons for that. That that we don't want to focus on the bad news. Right? We want we want to hear the bad news, get it out of the way, and then hear the good news, and maybe that will make the the bad news better. Um or, or maybe you know, we just want to get, get it out of the way. Um so this morning, I've got some, some good news and bad news for us here at Northside. So here's the bad news. We have an enemy that does not want us to grow. He he wants to keep us away from each other. He wants us to, to be far from God. Uh, so it's not just in number, but but spiritually as well. But I will counter that now with the good news, that we are growing. Um, recently, we've had several families place membership. Um, and, and we've had Mark and Jan Eddy, Stevens Cindy DCC, and Caitlin Mathis. Um, and then we've also had Sharon Martin place membership as well. Um, John Thompson was baptized a couple weeks ago. Um, amen to that. Um, so, so we're growing. Our 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 family, our body here, is is growing in number. But but not just in number. I think we're also uh, growing closer to to each other and growing closer to God as well. And I also I forgot to mention that the the Britt family will be with us in a, a few months as well. So so they will add to our number, um, as well. So we're excited for them to come be with us. So there's a lot of good things going. Um, a lot of growth happening here at Northside, um, and, and a lot of good things and activities going on as well. Um, so that's for us as as a body, and now I've, personally, I've got some some news as well. All right, so we're, we're, we're growing. Um, so this is my news, and I'll start with the bad, because that's what everybody prefers to hear first. And I... I'm on that side of the line too. I, I want to hear the bad news and get it over with first as well. So here's the bad news. My son, <laughs> Justice, is is a better athlete than I am. And that may not be bad to you all, but that's that's bad to me. That makes me look bad. Because if you've ever played any sports with this with this boy, man, he has a good arm. He he can hit balls and give me bruises with these little plastic balls. He's, he's going to be. Now, maybe that's not 100% true. Maybe he's not a better athlete than I am right now. But when I was his age, my dad can attest to this. I was not doing the things that he's doing. Uh, so that's bad news for me. Um, but good news. I, there, you know, if, if there's bad news, you definitely want to hear some good news, right? So here's, here's the good news that I have this morning. So soon, later this year, Justice will be a big brother. Um, so it's, it feels good to share good news. When we have good news, we want to we wanna pass it along. We want to tell it. Bad news, not so much, right? You, you want to kind of, you're kind of not wanting to tell the bad news, but then hoping that there's some good news that can make it better. Um, but but our lives are full of, of good news and bad news. Um, every day of our lives, we hear we hear things. And if you haven't heard any bad news recently, turn on the news. Listen to the radio. Um, maybe it's a text message that you receive or a phone call. Um, maybe it's uh, bad news from work. Maybe you have to work mandatory overtime, which I don't like that. Um, maybe it's... it's you're losing your job for whatever reason um maybe it's at school maybe you failed a test maybe you find out that uh you're not passing a class um or maybe it's from the doctor you hear news of um of something that's that's not going well uh for for you or or it's, it could be anywhere anywhere we go you it may not be directly uh, focused at you. It may be somebody you hear talking in a story that, that there's just bad news all around us. But don't let that get you down because there's also, where there's bad news, there's, there's good news as well. Um, because we don't want to, we don't like to share bad news with people. But the good news on the other hand That we have we want people to know we want people to know when there's good things going on in our lives so we're going to look this morning uh, if you have your bibles um, with you open up to john chapter 4 and we're going to look at the story uh, where jesus talks with the samaritan woman which is also referred to a lot of times as the woman at the well So as as I've read through this story many times, and most of you are probably pretty familiar with it, um, the first three verses um, of John chapter 4 gives us a little little background um, on on why Jesus is getting ready to go back into Galilee. He's in Judea and he's about to go back to Galilee. And that's because the Pharisees had recently heard the news that Jesus was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John, and referring to John the Baptist. Um, So so that's just some backstory of why Jesus is going back to Galilee. But verses 4 through 6 set the scene for us. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sakaar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. So that's just three—sorry, three three short verses, but a lot of interesting things come from those verses. Uh, The first thing that 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 you notice here is that um, it says that Jesus had to go through Samaria. Um, Jews avoided Samaria. Samaritans were unclean in the eyes of the Jews. And when going to Galilee, they would go around Samaria. They would bypass it. But it says here in verse 4 that Jesus had to go through Samaria. Now, that's not because of geography. That's not because there was no way to get around Samaria. It was because he was on a mission. And he had a divine appointment that was soon coming. The scripture here always, in these verses, it also mentions the town um, of Saqqar, which is just a small village near Shechem. Um, There's a lot of history with with Shechem in the Old Testament, going all the way back to Genesis uh, chapter 12 and chapter 33. Um, And it also mentions here, Jacob's well, which this is the only time in Scripture that Jacob's well is mentioned. We know that Jesus is God, and he's also man, which is why he was so tired from the journey. He was exhausted, he needed to rest, but he also knew who was coming. Then it says it was about noon, so, so why, why is that so important? Why did the time of day have to, have to be mentioned here? Well, it, it, there is some importance to it. Because typically, around noon was the hottest time of the day. And when women would go to the well to draw water, most of the time they would go in groups, or almost always. They would go together in a group, and they would go earlier in the day when it was cooler. So most people wouldn't be seen going around this time to, to the well to draw water. But Jesus knew he had to be there because he knew who was coming. So verse 7 starts the interaction with Jesus and the Samaritan woman. It says, When a, when a, a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? And then verse 8 tells us that his disciples are not with him, but had gone into town to buy food. So culturally, there's a few things um, going on here that were a little off, that were not right. First off, Jesus, being a Jew, was alone with a woman, a Samaritan woman at that. And then in verse 9, John mentions that Jews do not associate with with Samaritans. So they make it really clear that Jews and Samaritans just don't click. They don't go well together. And by tradition, a rabbi would not speak with a woman in public, not even with his own wife. So, So this woman was surprised, caught off guard, not only that Jesus asked the question that he asked, but the fact that he was even talking to her. But she was concerned that, why do you want to drink from me? You know, aren't we unclean? She says, if you knew the, Jesus answers her this way, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that ask you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. One thing I found interesting here is, is Jesus using the words living water. In ancient times, they, they referred to living water as, as spring water. So this spring water that would um, bubble up from the ground, it just seemed so alive, they called it living water. But Jesus wasn't referring to spring water. He made a play on words. Um, he was talking about the spiritual water that, that we need. Verses 11 and 12, continuing on in this story, the woman asks Jesus where she can get this living water, and if he is greater than their father Jacob. And Jesus replies Everyone who drinks this water, and he's talking about the water here at Jacob's well, will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. So if, if you've ever seen The Chosen, there's a, a scene, a, an episode about this, the woman at the well, and there's a scene, about an eight to nine minute long clip of Jesus meeting with the woman at the well. And it's so well done, and it's so neat to see it kind of put to life. Um... But but when she hears this, what I can imagine is maybe this was going through her head that this was kind of music to her ears that this is the news that she's been waiting to hear. Because um, verse fifteen, she says, "Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water." If she didn't have to keep coming and drawing water by herself in the hottest part of the day. She, she would absolutely love that that's what she would that was good news for her to hear because she but she had a reputation uh, which Jesus soon uh, makes known. He asks her to go call her husband and then come back to him uh to come back together but we all know she's not married and jesus jesus knew that. He knew that she had, had had five husbands, and the man that she's now with, the man that she's living with now, is not her husband. And that's um, in verses 16 through 18. Uh, verses 19 through 24 uh, include some more conversation uh, between Jesus and this woman. And I encourage you to, if you're to read along now or to read it when you get home, because this story is just so fascinating and so powerful. Um, but we're going we're gonna to skip down um, to, to verse 25, where the woman said, I know that Messiah, whom John makes known, is called Christ, is coming. And when he comes, he will explain everything to us. And then Jesus declared, I who speak to you is, am he so what a what a powerful interaction between Jesus a Jew and and this Samaritan woman uh and if if this was the end of the story I don't know about you all but I'd be wanting more I'd be asking all right all right what happens next where what did she do with this with this information where where did, where did she go from here but we all know that there is more to the story, that John gives us more information on what happens next. And that, that brings us to, to verse 28, where it says, Then leaving her water jar. Okay, wait wait just a second. The sole reason that she went to the well was to draw water and take it with her. And she leaves it? She leaves it behind? And that's because the good news that she had just received from Christ changed her life. Uh, And continuing in that verse, it says, "And, And said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Like I mentioned earlier, when we have good news, or or we hear good news from somewhere or from someone, we want to share it. We we want to tell people our good news. And this woman was so amazed by her interaction with Jesus and meeting the Christ that she just had to share the good news. And and if you if you watch that episode of the Chosen, you can go to YouTube and and pull it up and watch the clip because it's really powerful. Um, but it shows her immediately telling people you have got you 've got to see you 've got to see this man you 've got he told me everything I ever did then John in uh, verses thirty one through thirty eight tells us um, gives us some more back and forth between Jesus and his disciples because the the disciples had returned uh, at the time that she was leaving her water jar they they showed up and they saw Jesus talking to the Samaritan woman, and they were surprised. As much as the woman was surprised to hear Jesus talking to him. they were surprised to see him talking to a woman, to a Samaritan woman. So, so the disciples come back from going into town, from getting food, and they wanted him to eat. But Jesus explains to them, and he says that, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, And to finish his work. So at this time, Jesus meeting with this woman was his food. Think about this. Jesus' spiritual nourishment at this time was to prepare this woman to be an evangelist. To give her the good news of the saving grace he offered. And prepare her to share the good news. Cole, thank you for reading uh, the, the scriptures a few minutes ago. Um, we're going to look at those verses now. Verses 39 through 42. It says that many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. One woman... Hearing good news from Christ helped bring many people to Jesus. Although Jesus is not here with us physically, as like he was with this woman, face to face, we do have the Bible. We do have the Word of God with us at any time. Anytime we want to pick it up and, and read it, and, and we can we can... Get the good news um, from from reading the Bible. We know that Jesus lived a perfect life, and that He died for our sins and was raised on the third day. He's alive and He's with God in heaven. Goose, thank you for um, for your comments earlier because you summed it up perfectly. That 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 is that is the best news we that we can ever receive, and we have. And we have it. Um, each one of us has it with us. And I, I'll tell you, I, I love this story. But I, I don't know about you all, but I, I struggle with it. I'm a believer. I'm a follower of Christ. But a lot of times I have a difficult time telling others about Jesus. Jesus maybe some of you do as well maybe you don't um and that's good um but but that's that's challenging i think to a, to a lot of us and i think in my opinion i think the biggest reason that we struggle sharing the good news of christ is fear i think it may be the fear of of pushing people away of being too pushy the fear of what other other people might think about us once we, once we start talking to them about Jesus and the good news. Maybe it's the fear of rejection, just the fear of somebody just completely not wanting to hear what you have to say. Or maybe it's the fear of just not knowing how, how to share the good news, not knowing what to say. Maybe it's another thing. Maybe it's not fear. Maybe there's another reason. Maybe you think it's not for you. It's for somebody else to to do it for you. But, um, But if we look at the approach that this woman had, her being a social outcast in her own community and city, we see that she began by sharing what Christ had just done for her. And we can do the same. We can start by sharing something good that Christ has done for us. Um, and and if, we, if we open our eyes, we can see how much God is actually doing for us and how much good is in our lives. Now there are difficult times. There is bad news, but there's, we have good news as well. In 1 Corinthians chapter three, uh, six, verse six through seven. Paul tells us, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. Everyone that's here this morning, including myself, we all have good news to share. And as believers, we are called to share the gospel. But as Paul says, we don't have to do all the work. Notice, we are not responsible for the growth, but we are responsible for the planting and the watering. So if you're here this morning and everything is going great, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad, I'm happy, that, that, and I pray that that will continue. But, but maybe there's some of you here this morning that feel um, feel down or discouraged, or you may even feel defeated. Hopefully, um, the good news that we have in Jesus will encourage you. So hopefully something that was said this morning um, will, will, will put a spark in you and cheer you up and, and help you to want to share the good news of Christ, the good news that we have um, of a Savior that's alive, that he's not dead, he's not in the grave as, as Easter Sunday was last weekend, but we have good news every day of our lives, and we take it with us all the time. So I just pray that that will encourage you.